What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Breeze. We're back out here again in the Brooklyn Podcasting Studio for another episode of the What's Cooking Podcast. So today, as you guys can see, Mike's not with me. He's actually uh, uh, had a little emergency, so uh, it was kind of last minute, but he had to run out. So it's just going to be me today. I have a special guest with me today. Uh, it's somebody I know for a long time. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey, um, what's going on? Thank you, Fab. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> um, my name's Isaiah Angel Cologne. Um, from the Bronx, New York, and um, I'm representing uh, my brand, um, Surprise New York City. All right, that's good. So basically a little backstory to how me and Isaiah know each other. So it's actually funny. So me and Isaiah went to high school and college together. At high school, I actually didn't know him because I was older. And um, I kind of, like, it's weird because it's like I seen him sometimes, and it's like he always knew who I was, but it's like not to say I was Hollywood or anything, but I didn't know, like, the younger guys like that unless, like, I personally knew you outside of school. So that was the cooler older kid. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. You can say that. But uh, basically, yeah, in college, that's kind of where me and him really got close. And he was really like always been like, you know, a younger brother to me. Um, always had my back and vice versa. And, you know, I've always been supporting his brand for the longest. So, you know, I'm happy to have him up here. And there's definitely nobody else I'd probably want to put here today as our first official guest. So now that you're tuned in, let's get started. So, Isaiah, uh, first question I have for you was basically, how did you get started with your uh, clothing line? Thanks, bro. So uh, how I first got started was I was in high school. Um, my s senior year of high school, we had to pick a focus for AP art. And um, while everybody else was picking like architecture, fine design or something like that, like I, I kind of fell in love with the idea of like painting on T-shirts. Um, I just thought like if you could put all the time painting onto like a canvas, you know, and put it on a wall, you know, why can't I throw that on a shirt? You know and like have it be like unique that way like the way the brush strokes come out and stuff like that so i got you know really into customizing t-shirts i would go to skate parks and like i'll be wearing supreme and like my bbc pants or whatever and people would be like <laughs> oh like where'd you get that shirt and i'd be like i got one in my book bag i just made it in, in class so um it picked off like that and i really like started like consuming less and like customizing for myself more and like i really liked when people saw what i was wearing and what i was matching my own pieces with with other pieces and mm. they always like attracted to my pieces so it kind of just inspired me to continue pushing a brand and yeah. that's how it started yeah that's crazy because now that you say that i actually do remember how i remember isaiah because i used to always see him in the he was in the art homeroom right <laughs> yeah there we go because uh my homeroom was like across from his so it's like uh you know, we did go to a school that was like, you know, predominantly white. So it's like all the minorities kind of knew each other. Like, yeah. Or even if you didn't know the person, it's like you knew them by face just because, you know, we're like all kind of clicked up together. Yeah. But yeah. So that's good. So being that you started in high school, how was it being a designer like during that time? Like, in other words, describe how the experience was being a student with a fashion line. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think it definitely took me where I needed to go um, because I started to take the brand really seriously. Um, and, you know, I, I built a website and business cards and stuff like that. And I really started pushing it like a brand, selling it, you know, doing the packaging and stuff like that. So it kind of geared me towards my path that I'm on now. And doing it as a student really showed me that I could prioritize what I'm still doing now, having a full-time job and doing this brand. Okay. So with that said, uh, tell us about how did you start off with these hats? Because everybody seems to know that this is your bestseller right now. It's yeah. what's trending right now, as you can see. <laughs> I had this one for a while. Yeah, that one sold out now, bro. Yeah. Don't, I, was, I don't have any I was more. posting this on Instagram like every day. Everybody go get a hat. They sold out <laughs> with these hats, so... Thanks. So, yeah, so how I started off with the hats was um, basically, like, you know, COVID was, was rough, I think, for, like, all small businesses. Mm -hmm. Like, every business, like, that was maybe starting in 2019 or 2020, like, kind of had a rough go at it now, being it's 2022, you know? So, during COVID, I spent a lot of time doing art. I went to Philly Graffiti Pier. I was doing pieces, and I tried to build uh, the brand up a little bit by designing unique pieces. So I designed like a whole collection, shirts, hoodies, and they did well. That's like one of my pieces from my last yeah. collection. Yeah, I remember Shout when I bought that. this, he was like, this is a good combo right here. I was he's like, I'm going to try this. I was like, you should. <laughs> I just got an eye for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so some things worked, but there were still a lot of things that I wasn't doing with this release and how it was different. So um, 
after that, uh, in the beginning of the year, earlier this year, in, like, January, I decided, yeah, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do hats. So, like, early December, I, like, was working on designs, reaching out to factories, and, like, I really want to do a hat. At the time, I had, like, a Yankee fitted, mm-hmm. and I really like hat collectors. My cousin's, like, has a huge, huge hat collection. He has all these fire hats, and he's, like, real into, like, the community and stuff, so... I started seeing his hat collection. I was like, damn, I got to get some more fitteds. Like, I'm walking around with him, and he's got a new one every day. So I got to get some more fitteds. But, again, that idea of, like, consuming less and, like, just creating more for myself. So I tried, like, every single route you could think of. Probably anybody trying to do their own hats, you know. Oh, do I go in store, get a new era? Do I try to get a new era's license? You know, like, it was a lot of different things. And I was just like, you know what? I want the garment to be made completely, or whatever it is that I made, completely, like, on my own like by mm. myself so no help i contacted some factories worked out a couple samples um did the design and everything i uh, spoke to some people at my at my job like where i work i work at a fashion company right. so they were really like helping me out with like what type of embroidery i should use what type of techniques i should use to make the you know words pop um and i ended up getting a really good sample one was messed up i got a second sample was a lot better and I did a pre-order for the first drop of this colorway right here, the navy one. Let's see, right here I'll talk about the design. But we did the pre-order and I sold like 30%. And then when they dropped, like they sold out in like two weeks. So <laughs> it did really, really well. And like I had never hit with like any one of my pieces before so well. And it was just one hat I made. So we restocked it and we kept running with it. But I'll talk about the design too if you want. So... The uh, SNYC is an acronym for Surprise New York City. Um, I wanted to combine, uh, you know, the hat I was always wearing with, like, my design, you know? So I'm also from the Bronx, so, you know, you got BX in the back, too, you know? uh, Yankee Stadium's in the Bronx as well. (laughs) On the other side, I got my Running Man logo. This is the logo uh, me and my cousin used to just, you know, ride around and doodle and, you know, tag up. Oh, sorry. Uh, We would tag up and stuff like that. We helped, uh, we created this design together. And um, I decided to run with it because, you know, it really resonates with me. Um, you know, we're always chasing something, always chasing the bag, the money, you know, your dreams, your goals. Sometimes you may be running from something. So for me, uh, it helps me tell a story with all my hats. Everyone's different. So whatever the mood is, whatever I'm chasing that day or this hat, you know, that's what I'm throwing on. Um, and on the other side, we got the 98. That's the year I was born. You know, shout out the 90s babies. Um, and I just wanted people to know that. I think a lot of brands, um, you look, they have EST, you know. And for me, it's a icon, date, you know, and a name, right? You know, to really build a brand. So that's how we came together to make this hat. On the inside, I got logo tape seaming, 3D puff on the front. It's a fantastic hat. It's great. It's a snapback. They're all snapbacks. So this one did really well. And um, should I go? Should I go down the line? Oh, if you want to. Yeah. Sorry, All right. Not. Cool. So then, uh, the second one we decided to release in February after this one did really well. Um, I went and did this one. This is a Valentine's Day drop. So this running man's got hard eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, still has a '98 on the other side as well. Icy gray brim. Ooh, and uh, you know all the gray brims. Cool. Yeah. Same a- accents on the inside. This one did really well. This one sold out. I only keep this sample just for like trade shows and stuff like that that I do to really show people. Then uh, the third one we did was for 420. This one dropped in April. Uh, I wanted to make uh, kind of like a hat that resembled like uh, Hugh Hefner's kind of smoker's jacket. So I wanted to have like a luxe feel. Yeah, all suede at the top. Yeah, all suede around. Um, It's got the purple and green kind of colorway to match. Um, The inspiration for this was the, the skunk dunks. So I wanted, you know, something to really match that. I got my running man smoking a uh, a joint, um, green and orange for like, you know, the weed I always be grinding up. It's just always green and orange. You know, sometimes it's purple. His eyes are a little smacked. BX on the back, 420 on the side. Got that fire. This one's actually sold out on my website. Just sold out yesterday. And um, they're only available at some of the locations that I'm at. So I'll talk about that a little later too. But mm-hmm. you can get those at those locations. And um, the last one, yeah, thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Uh, the last one is um, now I started doing customs. Um, they're closed for right now because I have a influx of orders. But this is a custom I did for Jay Cohen. This is his logo right here. And um, shout out to him, man. He wanted a Mets, way, uh, Mets colorway one, so we did that for him. Green and blue on the inside. And, you know, I switched up the Yankees for the Mets logo for him. He's from Queensbridge, so we did Queensbridge on the back. And um, 
then I started really messing around with the customs. People really liked them. So I got a couple of people I'm working for now and um, I'm going to have these available back on my website too. So, you know, I wanted people to be able to have custom one-on-one stuff like I have, you know, and be able to show out. There's a lot of people in the hat game that really have some crazy pieces. Um, the pins too are really crazy. You know, I got some crazy pins. Oh, and this is the last <laughs> one. Sorry, this is the most recent one right here. So this hat... Uh, I got to touch uh, base with um, SSG Lil Splurge. Shout out him. Shout out Dizzy. Shout out TJ. The whole team. Um, TJ on the beat. Uh, and we came together and we made this hat. So this is a collab between us. Um, right here we have Goop with the 98. That's one of his, uh, his sayings or slogans. Mm -hmm. And um, we did a Running Man with uh, his logo. Sometimes he has this... Uh, this wolf logo, you know, it's kind of his like okay. embodiment, you know, a little bit. So we came together, we put yeah, his name on the bottom. He picked out the colorways, I picked out the material. So it's suede on the bottom, suede yeah. on the top. Yeah, that's dope. Really, really nice piece. And um, this one's available for pre-order right now. Um, I'm going to be selling it in the stores too. So uh, we're doing 100 pieces. So definitely get this one. This one's sickest one out. Yeah, Got my weed a, pin on it and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need a custom one. It says 96. I'm turning 26 next month, so. Hey. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely need a custom. I got you, bro, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so going going on uh on the on the, the subject of having like celebrities and whatnot, you actually had a lot of celebrities uh along the way. So I've seen ASAP Ferg as the first person to wear your stuff. Um, and he was wearing like a t-shirt. <laughs> It was even like like the hats weren't even made. That was way way back. Yeah, that shows yeah. how long we went. But uh, ASAP Ferg, I seen. Uh, I know I know you're linking up with Bobby Nice. I mean Bobby Nice, right? Yeah, Bobby yeah, Nice, yeah, Bobby yeah, Nice. Yeah. Uh, I see Squid Nice. Squid mm -hmm. Nice was a lot of your stuff. Squid Nice, yeah, it was yeah, a lot. Cool people, man. Uh, really cool people. And I've like, seen a lot of other people you probably want to speak about. So yeah, how, how did all of those connections go? If you want to speak about them individually or sure any um, of them specifically. A couple, like, that was actually a couple years ago. Um, I tapped in with, with Deli Ferg. Um, that's Asap Ferg's uh, uh, brother. Mm. Um, and I was like, hey, um, you know, I really, really like your music. Just like the style, like everything you got going on. Can I link you? And he just answered. Like, I feel like most of the times, like, if you just stay consistent with, like, you know, on somebody's page or, like, you know, they see you and eventually they'll answer, you know? So I just got really lucky. And um, he wore my bag. We took a flick and stuff. But then from then on, you know, I started tapping in with other people. Uh, I tapped in with Bobby Nice early on. And um, I, was, I went to a couple of his shows, brought him some custom jeans and stuff like that, some fits. Cool dude, man. Uh, he, like, beat me in 2K one time at my crib. Like, really cool dude. And um, he's actually back out now. I'm going to go link with him after this, actually, to go drop him off some stuff. He's around, so um, I haven't seen him in a while, so I'm excited to yeah, see him. Did you and bring him um, over there, or say again. You brought it with you, like the. Oh, he, has a, he has a stack yeah, of hats with him right I'm now. Always walking around now. <laughs> yeah, bro. Cause funny story, bro. Like I, I bumped into Trippy Red in the city, right? And like it was so crazy, so sudden or whatever. But I showed him my hat, and he really liked it. I got a flick with him, and he was like, yo, like, um, yeah, bro, I'm going to tap in with you. I was like, yo, this is for Splurge. And he was like, yo, that's dope. Um, yeah, get his number. So hopefully I can uh, tap in with him, get him some stuff. But ever since then, I'm like, yo, I got to have hats on me all the time, bro, because I, I could have <laughs> just gave him some right then. But um, some other artists I worked with, again, is uh, SSG Lil Splurge, man. He's dope. Uh, I've been a big fan of his music, and... Um, I sent him some hats. He really liked them. And then came to New York. We tapped in. And um, it's been great, man. Um, great business partner and just, like, overall cool dude, man. Making fire music. Great vision. Yeah, because like I was saying when we were walking, you never know. Somebody might just stop you and want to buy one off you right there. So yeah. it's good to have, you know, your inventory on you. Facts. OD. Yeah. And then um, I was at an event at Drip City Market. Um, shout out them. Shout out God Soul. All the sneaker events I've been doing lately. Um, but I was at Drip City Market and Spider Cuz was hosting. I was, and, I was yeah. just about to ask about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came up to the table, man. He's he's so dope, bro. He's mad cool, just full of energy, man. Just really putting on for everybody, for real. Like just like he's like pro for the community. Like everywhere he goes, he's like touches and turns to gold, you know. So yeah. he actually came by my table and um, he was like looking at my hats or whatever. So I was like, oh yo, I gotta give you one. So bam, gave him one and. He wore it the whole time, bro. And he wears then, it like, every day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see him all over Instagram every day. It doesn't matter yeah. where he's at. He yeah. has that surprise on. <laughs> OD. Yeah, so, so I'm actually working good, on a, a custom for him, custom? actually. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah, that's going to so. be tough. I might have to get that. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll see. Maybe tough. we'll drop it together. I think I think his fan base would like it, too. Yeah. 
you never know it might actually go like far to where like marvel wants to you know do something with you yeah that could be dope for sure yeah <laughs> yeah so um on the topic of celebrities are there, are there is there anybody else that you're like trying to get in contact with or in the works with yeah i would really like to tap in with more like new york artists mm -hmm. um like ron suno oh, um definitely yeah DX, um right there. j.i Oh. Um, Yo, quick story. Everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When J.I. first got on, everybody used to think that was him. Like. Yeah, because I had I had the Caesar fade and like I was letting my top girl a little bit, trying to brush in the waves. They were like, oh, you look like J.I. It was funny. I remember but. I took a picture of him once. Uh, or not even a picture. It was just like a video of my story. And people were commenting, like, how do you know J.I.? I was like, that's not J.I. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I kind of yeah. ran with it. I was like, yeah, you know, me and Jai, we just chilling right now. But <laughs> maybe yeah. if I get to meet him, we'll take a picture together, and he'll be like, yeah, like you do kind of look like me. Or, yeah, you probably you probably want to custom too. Yeah, for sure, man. That's kind of what I want to do. I just want to like make custom pieces for like you know artists and really build my like portfolio. You know, mm -hmm. and really show people what I can do. Okay. So you were speaking about events that you want to do. You have any other events coming up that you're gonna be attending? Yeah. Yeah. So. um in August, uh, so far, I mean, I've done like six events this year, some small, some big, but uh, this August, uh, the 27th and 28th, I'm gonna be at Gotsol in Secaucus, uh, largest New York uh, sneaker show. So you guys should come down, there's a bunch of vendors, um, they do giveaways and stuff like that. It's a really live event, big, so definitely come by if you can, grab, grab your tickets. Um, and then I will be at SneakerCon this year. That's gonna be my biggest event this year. I'm super excited. Um, they got back to me I, I emailed them and i'm just really really happy to be there it's a two-day event that's the 20th and the 21st i believe so yeah don't quote me on that it'll be on my instagram too so i'm gonna i'm gonna post about it as well but super excited for that that's in washington dc so uh, if you're in that area and you want to meet me or stop by the table i'm gonna have all the hats available um and some more custom pieces as well to display for you guys i'm gonna have artworks as well so it's gonna be dope really excited shout out sneaker con yo <laughs> for real yeah, so I liked how uh, in the beginning you were speaking about your drive, like what motivated you to start your own clothing. And it mo mainly focused on the idea of just, you know, being yourself, being creative. And like, and actually one thing that I really liked was when you said uh, helped you like in terms of spending less because you're making your own stuff. You're not out there buying like, you know, $300 shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's funny because in the first episode, me and Mike, uh, we had a... Uh, probably say like a little five minute conversation on that and a lot of the reception that i got was around that tar that uh topic right there so i feel like you know uh going back to what i said in the first episode i said something along the lines of and when it comes to clothing brands i like to rock clothing brands where i feel like people are really passionate about their designs and how they go about um creating it they're not just taking an image and just like you know stamping it like they actually like the material they use they actually like the images they use, uh, there's meaning and symbolism behind what they created. So I would say uh, my question to you would just be, uh, basically, how do you go about your designs in terms of, I guess, your thought process? Yeah. So, like, you could even start from the beginning, like even just from like the clothing, like like the original design and everything. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess like I had the name, like I had the, the name Surprise um, and the the colors kind of was always like pink pink's my favorite color so you're gonna I mean, see like I see that yeah <laughs> pink's like one of my favorite colors so um you know it, it's a it's a pretty powerful color uh red has uh, enough color to take away the attention and everything in this room and people right now are only paying attention to these two hats but if we took those red hats out of the way people would now draw more attention to your pink Really? It has the same effect because pink is, you know, in red is in pink. So it's just diluted with white. So it gives it a, a more affectionate feeling versus like red is like, you know, blood intense. You know, it's it's nature. Right? It's a, it's a, that color comes straight is from that, nature. Is that why you got pink tints on those glasses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it, people see it and they're, they're immediately like defenses go down mm -hmm. when you wear the color pink. It's a very powerful color. So um, and then the name kind of came from I, I was doing YouTube and uh, I was playing video games. People um, would tell me uh, they, I would get grounded a lot. And I was going to Xavier's, so my mom would ground me a lot, take away my video games. So when I would come online, people would be like, oh, surprise is on. They didn't even care what my gamer tag was. They would just be like, oh, surprise is on. So one day, changed my gamer tag to surprise, and I ran with the name. Um, and I just wanted to 
show people that um, through my design that I'm a graffiti artist. I think a lot of people could tell um, with the, you know, the angel halo. I mean, my name is Angel, so that's why I have it too. But there's a lot of graffiti artists that came from where I came from and do similar accents. Um, a lot of people I look up to, like Comp, Cope, Scene, um, you know, they're right around TD, right around, you know, right where I'm skateboarding and taking the train. So um, I really wanted to just show people where I'm from and um, through my design kind of make people appreciate where I'm from. So would you say like those are like the wings, the, the oh, quotation marks? They're, yeah, they're actually just okay. quotation marks, but okay. I guess they could be wings because yeah, it's, you, a, it's an angel. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it, especially like the way it's like kind of centered in with the halo. It's like it lines up pretty well. Yeah. I, I really like the design that I came up with for the hat because I feel like people who don't know the brand, don't recognize the brand, and don't know it's an acronym, they still have an attraction to it. Um, and that's never really happened with any of my other products or anything else that I've made, which is why like I only make hats now. Like I've been able to put a 100% of my time, effort, and energy into production of just three, four hats and like the customs. but. Before, like, that hoodie is not a hoodie that I cut and sewed. It's a hoodie that, you know, was made here in the States, printed at a factory. A lot of people can... Uh, the design is what I put the most effort mm -hmm. into it. But I would love to cut my own amazing. fabrics and, and stuff no, like it's that. Good. It's, it's good quality. It's not yeah, it bad. But I, I told know, you that from the jump. It's like, it's very comfy. It's yeah, very warm. It is. But I know from the jump, like, for instance, like, this T-shirt that I'm wearing right here, this is... um most More recently, I got uh, a license for Rue Porter as mm -hmm. a wholesaler so this garment's from rue porter okay. so their garments are cut like uh, luxury cut um mm. they're oversized a little bit but the quality of the fabric is is unique in its weight um and it's french terry cotton that weighs 250 gsm which is like if you cut a square meter of this fabric and weight it it would be 250 versus if you went into a macy's right now and grabbed a polo shirt it would be like 200 maybe 210 220 most mm -hmm. so this is a really heavy weighted fabric it's gonna wash really well so i'm product testing as i'm wearing these blanks now mm, okay. but eventually once i have some more time with the hats and stuff this will be the new garments for my t-shirts and then my hoodies will come from the same fabrics as well so this is a product testing basically but trying to really pay attention to the products that i'm putting out in terms of like you said sustainability right mm -hmm. being envi environmentally conscious of you know the fabrics the cuts the dyes that they use mm -hmm. you know so yeah yeah because that's actually something i was thinking about asking so i was gonna ask are you fully focused with the hats or are you still gonna do like other pieces no yeah yeah so and i feel like doing the doing the sneaker events um a lot of people come to the table and their first impression of the brand is they see these three hats and, and they think it's just hats. they think it's just hats and they think maybe i'm just only gonna make hats but eventually i'm going to uh put more energy and effort into building a collection it was just for me like a year ago i tried that i built a whole collection for people and sometimes it's hard like every brand you walk into has all of the same things in their own in their own vision right so if you walk into balenciaga you walk into this store that store they're all going to have t-shirts hoodies shirts right pants but you got to find one thing that pops off right so like for me prada like i would never go get like a prada shirt or like a prada bag but the prada sneakers i gotta have them so like for me when i think of prada i think of the prada sneakers right now if you think of Don C, when I think of Don C, I always think of like the snapbacks or mm -hmm. the, the, the sick jerseys. I don't really think of like a well, Don, Don C. Well, Don C is the hat itself. The brand is just Don. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, like, so just Don, right? Mm -hmm. He's like a designer. So I kind of want to be like that where I make pieces that are unique to the brand. And then I'll do other things that people are like, oh, well, he can make a really high quality hat. Right. The shirt's probably going to be just as good, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think the hat has been my calling and I really want to focus on really making cool hats i eventually want to do fitteds mm -hmm. and you know really get into the fitted community there's a lot of people who don't wear snapbacks and are right. very adamant but tell me yo that's fire yeah. i just won't wear I'll, it yeah i'll be honest with you i'm more of a dad hat type of guy yeah and so even to this day like i know a lot of people doing the bucket hats again you know people are doing the fitteds again so bucket hats are fire everybody has their <laughs> preference yeah i feel like i always look like i gotta go fishing so it depends on my fit like if i mm -hmm. throw on a bucket hat some people can rock it with anything though and look yeah. good so yeah yeah so a lot of people don't know this, but uh, actually, you used to do fashion shows back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to speak more on that? I remember those. I remember I hosted one of those, too. Yeah, yeah. In our school. So, so um, when I was at the University of Scranton, um, they had 
organization there. I forget. Do you remember the name of the organization? Yeah, UCO. United yeah, Cultures Organization. And uh, it's basically just like where all the minorities got to meet and like do blitz shit. Like, you know, so. <laughs> no, I mean, we, it, was, uh, it was more than just that. Like, you know, it was like, it was like cultures of all kinds. Like, not just racial, but. Yeah. yeah. But I was having fun. So yeah. uh, we, uh, they had a fashion show and um, they had some brands in the local area. Um, and then they had me as well. So I did actually three years in a row and I only went to Scranton for a year and a half. So they still had me uh, for the times where, you know, I wasn't there. So it was nice. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, fashion shows are dope because I got to make pieces like custom and like really see them on the runway, get nice pictures and stuff. I haven't done any recently, um, but I would definitely want to do some in the future. I think I would want to do like a something like more like virtual mm -hmm. where like people could tune in um and really like make it more of like maybe i could do something with the artists that i'm working with right have them maybe in a studio because that's that's where i feel like my taste is i really like being in the studio seeing the artists that i'm making pieces for work you know being with splurge and seeing him make uh, a song in front of me and just chilling with them getting to know them that was just so dope and inspired me to just make this piece right here mm -hmm. which would never have happened you know so that's where i feel most more comfortable in the creative zone so going off of the fashion show so i always meant to ask you uh did so i think his name it was demarco right i don't remember his name off the top i think it was demarco uh the guy, e ep fashion oh i don't remember his name but i do you remember, remember what i'm EP talking fashion, about right? yeah. yeah did he, like did they ever think about like collabing with you um i thought that would have been pr uh pretty good investment to make on both sides yeah um they we never really talked about it mm -hmm. um but uh that would have been something cool i don't i don't think uh i don't think we ever like sealed the deal on that but i think back then like i i didn't have the potential i think i have now if i were to do a collab with somebody i think i have way more uh, experience and like knowledge um in the fashion industry in terms of like resources and stuff like that where i could really make nice pieces now and do a collab with a store like that i think that would be dope yeah because no disrespect to scram but like a lot of people out there couldn't dress so it's like <laughs> yeah. when ep fashion came out like actually gave people like an urban look mm -hmm. and it actually reminded me of home because it's like being over there it was just so like suburban and it's just like a lot of people weren't really into style and fashion yeah. it's like being from new york city you know how we get when it comes to fashion like we 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 don't think we know that yeah. we're the best dressed people <laughs> in the whole country so it's like see like when ev fashion came out it kind of like gave me somewhat of a home feeling where i felt like i was back in new york because i used to walk in there and see threads that i'd see in new york mm -hmm. so uh and then your brand of course also added to that so i, I always thought like it would always been a smart thing to probably collab especially because a lot of people in the town really liked what you had mm -hmm. so i and I, i've seen people like you know buy your stuff i've seen i mean all of our friends like not, not even off the strength of us being friends but they genuinely liked what you had yeah so uh with that said it was just like i felt like there were a lot of people in that town that really rocked what you had mm -hmm. to where if you bought it to like a like a broader audience not just like into in the school but outside of the, like outside of town and whatnot mm -hmm. or maybe who knows maybe like Wilkes-Barre and other towns like that probably would have went crazy with it yeah yeah because he, he was doing pretty good in, in terms of like his audience of like the whole city mm -hmm. but had that surprise in there could be better yeah just saying. I think um yeah. I would be you know more than uh, willing to go to his store if it's still there um and I, mean, uh, and I don't pitch know what that's on because um, that mall was closing too uh, okay. so yeah. yeah yeah that's the thing about like <laughs> malls like malls is really tough like I, I haven't been able to get into into stores in malls um but i've gotten into some stores so i'm in right now i'm in a store in harlem i'm in two stores in harlem i'm two in or uh, three i thought it was three no i'm in two okay i'm in uh cap usa mm -hmm. um on 18 west 125th and um i'm in dna on east west 19th East 119th Street, 119th there. Um, but yeah, check them out on Instagram. Um, they have purple and navy hats. Uh, yeah, I was just about to ask. Though, yeah. Which ones? And um, I'm in a store in Philadelphia as well called Rich and Famous. And I'm in two stores in the Bronx. Uh, one called AMAF Fashion on Westchester mm -hmm. Square. And I'm in another store uh, called uh, The Fifth Element on Castle Hill Avenue. Okay. Yeah. So talk about how did those... Um, I guess you could say deals worked out like yeah. how those all come about at first i had um i had no intentions of like selling to accounts i've been selling all at all online at this point from mm -hmm. january in the beginning of the year to now i've been selling all online and i've sold like just for like the big states like 
more than 100 hats in like Miami, more than 100 in like New York, uh, like 50 in Cali, a bunch in Texas. So I have like a wide range of audience of people who like want a piece of New York. Like, you know, like you were saying, like New York's very representational, you mm-hmm. know, across like the states and even the world. You yeah, know, you know, like you know when somebody's from New York when, when you see the, like, I know people joke about the Thames, the fitters, but it's the style the swag like mm-hmm. it's more than just the Tim's and footage like you know somebody's from new york yeah od so <laughs> um at first i i really had no intention of being in any stores but there was this one store the first one was dna store they actually reached out to me on instagram uh, i guess they seen one of my ads i started doing ads mm. and um they were like hey like could we have these in the store so i went there touched base with them and um now you know i've been i've been selling to them consistently and um their store is dope they're a store in harlem that kind of has like a soho ish feel where they have really uh hype beast brands there and you know some local brands as well which is why it's a nice mix it's got mm-hmm. sneakers and everything there it's dope they do events and stuff the block is always a lot of fun yeah let's say that's actually a good idea because uh, i was just talking to my friend and uh he's a he does like sneaker reselling and he actually is starting up his clothing brand too and he was showing me a, a page that he's like he likes i guess you could say it's their formula so what they do is they also resell sneakers designer stuff stuff like that but they sell it as like outfits oh, okay so it's like they could be selling like a hoodie jeans and some sneakers mm-hmm. separate i mean you could buy it all together if you want but they kind of make it into that outfit if that if, if you get what i'm saying yeah so they style it for you yeah they style it for you so it's like you could buy separate you could buy it all together what he was saying that he was gonna do is like it's one thing if you know i'm reselling kicks but it's like i resell kicks with uh my own brand of what mm-hmm. i have so like could be like a tracksuit and then he has like Jordans or something that goes with the tracksuit. Mm-hmm. So like uh, with the story that you just mentioned, uh, I actually like how you said like they have a mix of not only just like designer brands, but also local brands because, you know, I might see an off-white t-shirt that goes with one of these fitteds. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, snapbacks. Yeah. You know, so now it kind of gives uh, the... <clears throat> gives the uh the, the consumer mm. an option to you know go with something that they could be the trendsetter for mm-hmm. and also uh gives the designer uh more outreach yeah so i thought that was a that's a pretty dope idea uh in terms of like your instagram would you think of like doing something like that where it's just like um your hats mixed with like your t-shirts hoodies stuff like that mm-hmm. or do yeah. you just want to go everything kind of separate um, I think eventually as I do the hats, like I'm not just going to stop doing hats to then do shirts. Like the shirts will be in addition and then I'll maintain both businesses. And mm-hmm. then if I do jeans, then I'll maintain all three of those businesses. And I would want to piece outfits together. Right. Um, but I think what I what I'm more like doing is just because I've been focused on the hats and stores that I'm at, like the DNA store, they post on their page and they build outfits together. So I like that they do that. And I like I like being the piece of the outfit whereas you know i don't i don't need somebody to wear everything of mine and a lot of the times like you don't wear like everything of one brand you know mm-hmm. you piece things together you know you mix louis with the gucci and you know stuff like that but i kind of just want to maybe focus on just doing the hats um and and really competing with the hats that are out there on the market now you know because like in caps usa i'm i'm next to i'm on the wall with new era hats that have right. been out and that are fire fire you know so these hat collectors that come in, they've maybe never seen my brand before. So mm-hmm. that's who I'm trying to market to, essentially. Right. And, you know, it's, it's working for the most part. A lot of people really uh, respect the brand. They like the the fabrics. And the 421 is uh, is really nice. This one's suede as well. This one I feel like is going to do really well. Um, but, yeah, I'm really happy that people resonate with the brand and, and fuck with it. Yeah, because I was going to say, I think it would be pretty eye-catching if, especially you have, you know, you have the Yankees, you have the Mets designs, if you have, like, your hats in between those because people might just be looking 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 and then like wait this one looks different mm-hmm. you know and now they pick it up yeah and they want to see like you know they want to look around like see the, the the sides the 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 brim everything like that mm-hmm. see the material too the suede ones yeah so i think it's uh it's a pretty uh smart it's very tactical strategy in terms of uh just like getting your items to like stand out compared to others like other popular common ones yeah yeah, it took about three months to really, like, dial in on this design and, like, the factories, having a backup factory, having other factories that do different techniques that one can't do. 
you know, really like building those connections. And then like just like earlier in that year, like the business side of it, really like legalizing everything, getting the paperwork, you know, for all the business, Mm -hmm. like knowing how to run a business, knowing how to like uh, what's an expense, knowing that like now that I have revenue coming in, knowing what I can expense, you know, it's it's been a lot. So I'm really grounded with everything. And uh, these hats are kind of just pushing that business, you know, all the better. Have you ever had any like international sales so far? Yeah, so I've been uh, I've been in Mexico. I've had sales in Mexico, sales in uh, DR. I have a lot of supporters actually from the Dominican Republic <laughs> that like be on my page, and I, I be kind of like shy because I don't really speak like uh, like Spanish very well. You speak Spanglish. <laughs> yeah, from so the Bronx, you speak they be trying to talk to me, and I, I'm all for it, bro. I love the conversation, but I just be struggling because I be having to have like my girl translate and shit. So. Um, <laughs> But uh, in Puerto Rico, too, I've had, I have a lot of supporters in Puerto Rico, a lot of people out there. So it's dope because I'd be visiting those countries and now I got people that, that was, like, I could connect with, you know? I was going to say, too, like, probably family, too. Like, do they kind of push your brand out there? Yeah, my mom is a big supporter. Shout out my mom. She's the best. Um, she's a huge supporter. She's always putting me on, always wearing my stuff, always, like, telling people, oh, like, you know, like, she just asked me for a hat for my brother's barber. She's like, I'm gonna give it to him. He's, like, a popular guy. And, like, everybody's gonna see him wearing it. So I was like, all right, cool, you know, but she believes in me, man. She's believed in me for a very long time. My family's really supportive. My brother buys hats for me here and there, too, you know, so... Yeah, family's always supported me 100%. Yeah, the barber, the barber, barbering industry is pretty dope because uh, when they have like celebrities, it's like everybody's eyes are in them. Like mm-hmm. everybody wants to get a haircut by this barber just because they have celebrity clientele. So when you have like barbers that are lit like that, you know, they, even if people see them with the hat, especially, you know, hat, hair kind of mixes in, you know, yeah. people probably think it's going to be stylish to walk out a barber shop with a surprise hat on. So <laughs> yeah. fresh cut, fresh fade, whatever, you know, taper the hat to go with it so i used to i used to pitch i did it a couple times but then i kind of stopped because it's it's a tough crowd sometimes Mm. but i went into a couple barbershops with like some hats and i was like hey guys i got these hats or whatever just check them out but Mm. roughly like in and out real quick you know i didn't really get any pulls but there's a lot of people in barbershops who like have hats fire hats you know and that's what they wear to work so i was trying to get in there but sometimes it's tough you don't know the barbershop you don't know the people the time they on and stuff like that even at the event, sometimes it's real tough. Like people like me really like the brand, or they may really like the hat from a distance, and they mm-hmm. walk past, and they may just not want to like uh, connect with you. They may not want to like come up to the table, introduce themselves, or like. I mean, that's kind of where you gotta. You kind of got real them in. Yeah, and, and I do. Yeah, I do. I try. I <laughs> really do try. Talking. But sometimes, like you could, you could reel somebody in, and they're just like still like at a distance. They don't want to come up. But I still do appreciate that they, you know, acknowledge the brand a little bit by, you know stopping by and looking at it you know some people are shy though yeah so i mean with your brand is very unique and that's probably why i support it a lot like because i like even i didn't even know you like that and i was more surprised you know <laughs> you see what i'm saying so and um i remember even too the other day i wanted the bag and it's funny because i was never a part of that style like the whole the the traveler bag fanny pack whatever you yeah. want to call it i was never a part of that like phase when it happened but i thought about it, i was like it's convenient. Like, I'm not wearing it for the style. I'm wearing it more because it's convenient. Cause I don't like having a bunch of stuff in my pocket. Yeah. So, everybody's like, then these Supreme bags, everybody's like, no, go get a Louis bag. Go get it like this. I'm like, nah. I hit you up. I was like, so, do you think you could put that back online for me? Because you were sold out. You were done with it. Like, yeah. this was like a whole year later. Mm-hmm. I was like, you think you could just do one more? Just one. And you still did for me. So, you know, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, of course, you know, bro. You. Any piece and you I want wear it all the my time. archive, I'll yeah. always make it for you. <laughs> yeah, people always see me with it on Instagram. Now it's like almost every picture I have now, I'm wearing it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, first of all, it's a dope design. Thank you, bro. And that was actually... It's it's different from this one. Yeah, a lot. That's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. Uh, was this is probably like I think it's your second design, right? Yeah, this is this is like my finalized design. It's my second one, basically. Yeah, like the yeah. original one is like this. Yeah, without the, without the the what did you say it was called again? It was um uh, the Running Man, Running Man, Running Man. Yeah, right? it's more. It was more like a graffiti type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, this has pain, but yours it was, was like SNYC. SN, yeah, because you have the Navy one that yeah. has this design. Yeah, this one is actually oh, yeah, that's actually tough. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I really like that paint design. <laughs> yeah. I want to bring it back saw, out. Yeah, because at first I was like, paint goes pretty well with my image because I like to be the, you know, nonchalant guy. But yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was just like SNYC because of the running man. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But originally I bought it because the paint design. But yeah, even if you want to speak on like the hoodies, because I know you're doing like a graffiti line now with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I originally like I had like a bunch of designs for hoodies mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but I really wanted to like work on getting better fabrics and like making sure that the designs actually like last as long as they can perfect on the garment so it was was about learning what techniques to use based on the design that you're using and based on the fabric that you're printing Mm -hmm. so you know like some inks don't sink into certain cottons you know it was a lot of like talking to my coworkers and figuring out stuff bringing shirts that i had from home and i was like hey like what printing technique is this and there's people at my job who can like tell me that like experts like this this um woman who i work with her her name is tina Mm -hmm. she's the best um, and she's uh, really, really smart at what she does. So she's able to help me figure out that process. So now I'm going to come out with, by the fall, I'll have hoodies and some T-shirts with really, really uh, high-quality fabrics and a print that's going to last. Um, we're going to do rubberized instead of ink-based mm-hmm. so they don't chip or break. Um, and the designs are going to come out again, more graffiti designs and stuff like that. So people can see that there is a brand behind this you know, piece. Right. Yeah. I was always wondering, how come you never did sweatsuits or coats? Um, you could do a puffer coat. I could, I, I could, that. yeah. You never did that, right? Puffer nah, I, I, I did one coat sample. Yeah, I actually gave the sample like, to Bobby like Nice. You <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, um, I don't so know one if he still one. has it. Yeah, literally one on one. Dead stock. <laughs> but um, I would love to come out with coats. Um, I think, like, for I work at a fashion company and they, they make outerwear. So, mm-hmm. like, there's a huge team behind outerwear production for many many coats i think for me just like i said doing the hats it took about three months to really perfect this hat and to maintain it is a everyday thing you know i'm constantly on calls with my factory i'm always in touch with them always getting updates and stuff like that so to do that for another part of the business i just have to make sure that i have the time that this can still be done Mm -hmm. and the coats or if i want to do coats that it can be as perfect as this right like i don't i don't have hats falling apart you Mm -hmm. know what i mean or i don't have like hats that are messed up or off tilt or anything like that so like going to co-production how i know it is like it goes into four or five different stages before it's perfected so i know like if i'm gonna make a coat it's not gonna be one two three it's gonna be another three month to five month process to mm-hmm. really really perfect it and make that perfect coat um and that's what i'm gonna work on so as soon as i can get that down packed i will for well, sure it's, it's gonna be beanie season by then so it's like, you know <laughs> at least it kind of gives you a break from the the snapbacks everybody's gonna probably want like the beanies and stuff yeah i definitely want to do beanies too i want to do reversible beanies with the same kind of logo concept schemes that i'm doing for the hats mm-hmm. i definitely want to try to do beanies as well maybe some shysties too Shiesties. Shiesties oh, are no. in. i mean who knows it's probably uh who knows it might be out by the out of style with them but people still wear 90 <laughs> degrees outside yeah, i'm just like people are crazy with the nike tech oh my gosh man like <sighs> new york man od it's a different place no definitely uh, so, yeah, what I was going to say, too, is, like, even how you said it's a three, a three to five month project, I like the fact that you actually take your time. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually care about the quality. You actually care about everything that goes into your your um, your products. You're not just slapping a sticker on something and or just sewing in something. Yeah. You like, actually care about the, the material. Yeah, I, I look at brands like uh, like Anti-Social Social Club, right? Like, you look at a brand like that. Or... You know what's crazy? Not to cut you off. Uh-huh. I was going to wear, like, uh, so you remember Trey? Trey Solomon? From high Xavier? school, yeah. yeah. You know how you made the, the anti-shirts, like the 4X4X shirts? Oh, no. I see <laughs> thought about wearing that today. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like a, a brand like that, you know, they're notoriously famous for, like, not shipping their goods. Like, mm. customers waiting three months for garments that were presented to them in a collection like months ago so like how i think that what i think of that is i think that that is person with a fashion vision who has a terrible business platform or business mindset right Mm -hmm. whereas me like i'll go into production for my hats i'm very open with my customers if my customer pre-orders this hat when i drop it it takes three to four weeks for me to have it so my customers are going to get them three to four weeks five weeks max let's say but they're ordering garments that they're saying are ready to make not that Mm -hmm. it's going to take that long to make or ship so like i want to make stuff that's ready to me that i have i don't want people waiting for my goods i don't want the them to just get first samples like you know i want to wear like i said i'm wearing this t-shirt i've had this for a couple months now so i'm still washing it still wearing it and 
once I feel confident that another customer like me can have it, wash it, wear it, smoke in it, like, you know what I'm saying? Make sure it doesn't make smell a, like smoke after you wash it. Like a new product. Yeah, it off exactly. Now I'm like, yeah. all right, like, this is three months. I've been wearing it. I'm comfortable. I think this is a garment we can go with for sure. You know, versus like just going to the factory and they, and they tell you, oh, okay, we have Gildan, we have Bella Canvas, we have this. This is our most popular style. This is this. Oh, what's the GSM? 180, but who cares? You know, and there's a lot that goes into that T-shirt stuff. Like the scraps, sometimes your T-shirts come like off hem. Mm -hmm. If they're using fabrics that's frayed, you know, like the way fabric is cut, it's a it's a whole science. So. Yeah, so I would probably, uh, my final question to you would be like, how do you uh, go about working for a fashion company also having your own fashion line like do they sometimes even get involved like do they offer you um manufacturers and stuff like that so um how how i how i got my job was uh i was actually uh, at xavier right at the time and i was doing my brand and mm. uh mr gibbons introduced <laughs> me yeah fact shout out mr guy, gibbons right? he uh <laughs> he introduced me to an alumni mm -hmm. that alumni uh went to Xavier and just so happened to kind of be like me always get in detention always late to school <laughs> like kind of just did whatever he wanted free spirit like dressed down when it's not a dressed down day like just didn't give a fuck you know so we were talking and then he was like yo like um what do you do so I'm like I do fashion I gave him my card he was actually married to this girl Tina who's the girl I mentioned before mm -hmm. she was a technical designer for USPA right now she runs oh, so that's how you got the internship yeah I remember you used to be interned there too right so that's how I got the internship and I've literally been working there ever since they kept me while I went to Scranton and when I came back they gave me a full-time position and I've been working there ever since so I've been learning a lot from the people at my job my my boss has bought every single one of my hats my boss's father has bought every single one of my hats a lot of people at my job like are very very supportive and they like support the the, the vision. Sporting. Sometimes like I'm at the like I work at the front desk at my job, and like when I sit there, people come in and their accounts. They're like mm -hmm. Burlington or TJ Maxx, and people come in and they ask me, "Hey, where'd you get the hat?" Or some people really like it and they buy it off me. And I have hats at the front, and I, boom, I just yeah. made a sale. So it's cool. Sometimes that's, I'm making sales in front of my boss. <laughs> so they're super supportive. Um, great resource. There are factories that I work with at my job as communication and they know that I do the hats, but their MOQ, MOQs, which is minimum order quantity, is a lot larger. So if I were to do bigger business, I would be in a lot better hands. Whereas I know these people, I know these people personally, I've met them, I've, you know, they come to the office every day, mm -hmm. not gonna fuck me over. And they've been doing business for over 20, 30 plus years. So versus like me getting a manufacturer on like Alibaba or emailing factories online, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's more intimate with my job. Eventually I could use their factories, but Okay. For now, I just uh, get advice, a lot of advice from everybody at my job, a lot of people. Yeah, it's good that you have a good connection with them like that. Yeah. And some people just kind of be, well, it's not, not people, but companies uh, as a whole would just be kind of uh, stush with it. And they just, you know, kind of let you do your own thing, even if they know they could help you mm -hmm. get up there, you know. So that's actually, like, amazing that you have a good network like that. Yeah, they're great, man. I I've met a lot of cool people at my job. Um, my boss is, like, a big art collector. So I've met, like, cool artists and stuff. And I get to just, like, work in a very, like, inspiration-friendly zone. So mm -hmm. every day I'm at work, I'm, like, I see brands get, cre get created. Like, mm -hmm. I ride the train. I see people wearing Reebok jackets. I go into my office. There's that same coat in my showroom. I know the mm -hmm. person who designed it. I know the samples that came in that were fucked up, the other options that they had. Yeah, that's what it's mm -hmm. so cool. And it's for all these different brands. So every day, like, I'm going to work. I'm like, damn, like, I'm doing the same shit for my own brand, too. It's, like, it's, a, I don't know. I, I really love it. Like, I love creating something. And, like, I've, I've bumped into people wearing my hats a few times now. I, like, ride in the trains and stuff. So people send me pictures. Yo, I seen somebody wearing your hat. So mm -hmm. it's dope, man. I love it. I see. Yeah, because I was going to say, you probably see future designs, too, or no? Say again? Like future designs, like how you said with the Reebok. Oh, package. yeah, yeah. You like do? we, okay. we did, they're always designing two seasons ahead. So you get to see designs and it's it's cool, man. I, sometimes they ask me what I think and, you know, it's dope. A lot of the people in my job, like they they don't really talk about it because they've been doing it for so many years, but they run these brands, these big brands that like, you know, are designed by maybe one to two people and like they decide all these decisions and you, they don't really get the credit for it, you know, because mm -hmm. it's a. You don't know that these coats come from this company. You just know the logo. You just know the brand and the right. logo, exactly, yeah. Okay. Well, to wrap up, I would probably just want to know, do you have any last-minute uh, comments or any advice 
that you'd like to give any upcoming uh, fashion designers, not just in the city, but around the world? Yeah, um, I would say uh, you can do everything uh, yourself. Like, don't feel like you need um, to use services or reach out to other people. Like, do the research yourself. It'll pay off in the long run because when you do other stuff or other projects, you're going to have more confidence to go about it and just get the ground running. Don't wait for capital. I feel like a lot of people, like, they tell me they want to start something and then, like, they, they, yeah. they don't have the money to do it. Like, bro, like, just... Yeah, we like... Just talk about last episode. You got to figure it out, bro. Like, everything is solvable if you really, really, like, sacrifice and, like, put your mind to something and, like, just never give up. Stay consistent. Like, every day I post the same hat. I dropped this hat in January and it's sold out two times in a row. So, I'm going to keep promoting it like a song like or like, should. you know, like an album. Like, you got to keep just promoting it every single day. Post it, post it, post it. Yeah, like, I remember, remember the IMO days. Like, they used to tell us, like, you know, as annoying as it was, it was like, you got to post about your business ten times a day. Yeah. That's true. Cause mm -hmm. You really do. I mean, it's going to be annoying to, like, your friends and stuff, but they don't see the bigger picture like you do so yeah they don't a lot of people who like like don't don't get discouraged if like you're not getting support from like certain people that like you think you need support from because every day that i'm not getting support from somebody i'll get a random order from some random person in florida or in texas and i'm like damn this person right scrolling on instagram and decided yo i'm gonna spend 65 dollars today at this kid in the bronx this brand where half the time they, they buy and then they DM me and they're like, hey, is this a legit brand? Like, I just like saw this ad. Like, you know, you don't know. Like, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily buy a lot of stuff off of Instagram, but majority of my customers do. So they believe in me. So right. like those few sheep are enough to keep me like Motivated. going forever, mm -hmm. bro. Yeah, like for real. I and mean, even those people. I have though. a lot of return customers as well. Okay. That, I mean, that's what you want. It's always about the retention. But even with those mm -hmm. people, I mean, it's probably more so just because of like the whole Yankees thing. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, a lot of people make the designs based off of other. It's kind of like music. A lot of people just sample other music. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So it was definitely a pleasure, Isaiah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, man. We've seen each other. You know, definitely hang out. Thanks, off, bro. Offset. Off yeah um shout out everybody who's been supporting me um all the artists uh that i've been working with splurge bobby nice um shout out weed chef shout out uh anna shout out everybody my family um and shout out fab for having me on episode two man I, i'm uh, super out, excited shout out to josh too. yeah shout, shout out to josh, josh too man yeah. for real um it's been a pleasure bro super happy for you and proud of you like for just getting out here and doing your platform man for real likewise brody you have a wavy so. clientele of people like that look up to you and like I know you're going to put a good platform on for, you know, years to come. Almost oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So you're tuned in to another episode of the What's Cooking podcast and we're out. Peace.